Hello guys, um, so this is episode one of Political Topic, that's the name of this podcast, um, as you read when you, you know, clicked on it, but, um, basically what this channel's gonna be about is it's gonna be about politics, different stuff that's going on, you know, um, like on the news, what you'd see on the news, like coronavirus, like vaccines, um, controversial topics like Black Lives Matter, um, which is actually what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right into that. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter. Um, and it's important that we we understand what Black Lives Matter is. So let's, the whole basis and the argument of Black Lives Matter is systematic racism. Now, let's, let's kind of break that down, so let's, let's look at the word systematic. So, systematic is done or acting according to a fixed plan or system, Method, methodical. Um, so, in this case, we're talking about a government systematic, so we're talking about the laws, um, just how the, basically how the system works. So, now let's talk about racism. Um, prejudice, or discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is in a minority or marginalized. So what this, let's figure out what this means. So systematic racism is the government or the laws directed towards racism, which is prejudice against one ethnic group. So in the Black Lives Matter stance, they're saying, people, people who believe Black Lives Matter, they're stating there is systematic prejudice against black people. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't see it. I really, I, I don't, I don't see it. So, um, there's been a lot of, um, different, so they're saying there's laws specifically against black people. And it's, um, one of them that they're saying a lack of voting rights for people of color. And, I no, if I'm wrong, I don't know, I might be able to, if there's a way I can leave my email, I would be more than welcome for you to email me the law, but I cannot find a law that says voting rights. There is a lack of voting rights for people of color. And, you know, it's just, I, I can't find that. So, their argument, so I saw, so I was on CNN, and I don't care for CNN. Alright, I'll just tell you that right now. Um, I do not care for CNN. But I'm still out there to um, give myself knowledge and understand what other people, where people, other people are coming from. And because when I, when I, I'm going to tell you this right now, when I debate somebody, I want to make sure I can debate their side better than I can debate my own side. That's not, that's not my own thing. But anyways, so I was on CNN and I was looking at a Black Lives Matter thing, and they were talking about how all lives matter is bad. So I, I clicked on it, and it was a video, of course. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, I got it right here. Hang on. It was what's his name? Well, oh, you know what? Here, let me go back. Sorry. So, the title of the CNN thing said, Why Saying All Lives Matter is So Problematic. Um, Omar Jimez, if I butchered that name, you know, I'm sorry. Um, 
but they go on to talk about systematic racism and that people saying all lives matter devalues the problem that black people face and sorry I just so I don't if black people face a problem which they don't in my opinion I see no laws stating black people do not get this right there is not a single law on that so how come there's it's saying all lives matter devalues something that is not true it is a complete misinformation set to mr omar jimez and i'm <sighs> it almost irritates me in a way I'll, I'll read this to you whether it's intentional or not saying those three words in response to black lives matter minimizes the current struggle black people face against systematic racism cnn omar jimez says sources cnn so if if there was systematic racism against people of color then a hundred percent i would be agreeing with black lives matter but i don't okay and as a matter of fact in a, so i have another reason why i have a really hard time with black lives matter is here hang on so the 10 most all right so i, I pulled up safewise was the um safewise.com and I, that was the source i used for this um it was here are the top 10 most dangerous um metro areas in america for 2020 so not technically cities but um well i guess metro but you know what i mean and so the first two kind of surprised me anchorage alaska and albuquerque new mexico um and that that one that one shocked me i'm not gonna lie those two people or people sorry cities uh their racial makeup was made up of 69 percent white um and let's see oh sorry Albu albuquerque was 69 percent white and anchorage was 62 so high percentages in white people on that one so and then you go down to memphis or tech or tennessee um i happen to live in tennessee so but you go down to memphis tennessee and the racial makeup was 63 percent african-american or black you go to the, the next one down or uh i didn't look up kansas but uh, Lubbock, Texas, and that one is about 50-50, it's about half white, half colored, so that one kind of also surprised me, but now let's, let's talk about Chicago, Chicago is known for a high crime rate, um, it's super bad, it really is, um, and they actually made up Chicago was like like one third white, one third black, one third Hispanic. You go to Compton, California, which is it's, it's terrible over there. So so Compton, California, 
so the national average per 1,000 residents, the chances of being a victim crime is four people out of a thousand. So, um, but in Compton, California, it's a 12 people out of a thousand people will be a victim of violent crime. Um, it's per 1,000 residents, 11.97, so basically 12.03, um, will become a victim of a violent crime. Um, and there, um, 32% black, 25% white, um, Asian, and Pacific Islander also made up a big part of that as well. So, you see these Democratic-run cities, Compton, Chicago, Memphis, um, Anchorage, I believe, is also Democratic. Um, Albuquerque. Uh, Detroit. Oh my god. Which actually, I believe this election, Detroit was actually Republican. Which was interesting. But Detroit also has a really bad history for high crime rate and black people. Um, you know, Mobile, Alabama. These are just cities that are democratically run. It's it's interesting, really, that democratically run cities have never, never really gone too well, to be honest with you. I mean, there's very, 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 very few democratically run cities that are good. And we'll talk about, so in a minute, we'll talk about Kim Klasik. Um, she was a Republican. Um, I believe Maryland? Maryland, I want to say. Um, she was the nominee for Congress. She was going to Congress, trying to be elected for Congress. I don't remember if she got in off the top of my Yeah, Maryland. I don't remember if she got in, but um, I don't even know if she did. Hang on. So, but she went to, um, Baltimore, um, which has an extremely high crime rate. Matter of fact, she even, she actually said this, which I fact-checked, and it's all good. Um, it has a ten times, um, crime rate, the crime rate is ten times the national average. And she went around asking, um, people in Baltimore... Um, do we, do you want to defund the police? And obviously Baltimore is a democratically run city. Um, and all the people, um, by the way, people of color, these, none of them were white people. These were all people of color said, no, no, the last thing we need to do is defund the police. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the guys said three of my sons were shot and killed because of lack of police. So. If anything, people are talking about defunding the police. And how about the opposite? So, people are saying defund the police, defund the police because of systematic racism. What's defunding the police going to do? A, a, a higher crime rate, there's going to be no regulation on drugs, which you already see in Oregon with the legalization of, I believe, heroin and, I want to say cocaine. Um, here. 
So, so that's just, it's crazy to me, really. Okay, so, where was I? Oh, yeah, so Oregon legalized drugs. So, in Baltimore, they have a extremely, extremely high um, drug-to-death ratio. I do not have that off the top of my head. And all these democratically-run cities are legalizing this. And I don't... What I think us as Americans need to do, instead of defunding the police, why don't we send more funding to police? You know, they're saying, oh, there's so much racism. Why don't we do a complete police reform? Okay, which is, I, I completely want and I would support. Um, if we do that, we can make sure all the laws are in order. We can have people, you know, double-checking. You know, Santa Claus checking his list twice, right? Making sure everything is up to par and everything is systematically equal. Okay. Um, I believe in equality, but I do not believe in socialism. So, I don't understand. People are saying, to fund the police, to fund the police. Let's just send more funding to police. And I've noticed that people are saying, to fund the police, to fund the police. I'm just going to say it. These people aren't typically the best people. Okay, you look at some of the Black Lives Matter rallies. And they're some of the more rough people. So, you get people who are living off of welfare. Which I think is a topic for another time. Um, and they have blue hair, purple hair. They're just, they look pretty rough. They, you know, they don't look professional. People with blue hair don't tend to be the most professional people in the world. They don't tend to be higher up in social class. As a matter of fact, they tend to be pretty low. Um, like I said, welfare and I think it's also, they have the time. They have the time to go do these, I'm, I just, for the lack of a better term, retarded protests. I think Black Lives Matter is just, I think Black Lives Matter is almost, because this whole stuff started during election. Like, that that's just crazy to me. I think it's not a coincidence it started right before election. I think it's a way to bring people, especially the black community, in for election. Um, and Joe Biden said it himself. You ain't vote for me, you ain't black. Like, come on. Now, that's, that's racist. Yeah, I don't know a better way to say it. That's the most racist statement I have ever heard. And it's unfortunate, really, because Joe Biden's getting in as president. I mean, I don't think Trump's going to get go through court to get him to be, or, you know, for Trump to stay. I mean, it's happened, like, a few times in history, but it's rare. And I am, I do, I like Trump, but I don't at the same time. Some of Trump's values are, I don't agree with. Um, build the wall. I'm not really a wall person. Um, per se, I think we need a better system for, because a lot, very few people cross the border to get in America. That's more people come in, um, with a green card that's like, has a time limit or whatever. 
and then they just overstay. So we need a better reform to go get these people out. And I also believe in, I do think we need a strong borders, but I believe in less strong borders, if that makes sense. I'm a very libertarian person. I probably should have said that at the beginning, but my idea, I, my ideologies is libertarian. And you know, with Oregon legalizing drugs, um, it's just, it's, it's bad. Um, libertarian, that's in, the legalization of, um, drugs like that is just a very libertarian view. But unfortunately, these people aren't thinking all the way into it. So libertarians believe if it doesn't harm or affect somebody else in a negative way or in an unwanted way, it should be legal. So I can sit in my room and play Clash of Clans on my phone, okay? Just to name something off the top of my head. I don't know. That's just I made that up. It does not harm somebody in a negative way. It doesn't affect somebody in an unwanted or negative way. Thus, I can do it. Play Clash Clans. As a matter of fact, it's beneficial to Supercell, the creator of the company, so, you know, so on and so forth. I can sit here and I can make this podcast. Um, so you you understand what I'm saying? Um, very libertarians, very equal. Um, equality is a very strong value of the Libertarian Party, but unfortunately. The legalization of drugs is a very strong thing of them, and I don't, I don't agree with that. So they're saying that because, say, I, I snort cocaine, okay, that doesn't affect somebody else in a negative way or harm somebody else. It harms yourself, sure, but that's your body. You should be able to do whatever you want with it. You know, libertarians believe. I can sell my liver because it's my body, it's my property. Very libertarians are very property based. We, I, I like property. I like the idea of property. Um, I like that my MacBook and my Intel Xeon computer that I'm using to make this podcast right now. I like that it's mine and that nobody can take it away from me because I own it. It is mine, and that's why that's the problem. So libertarians aren't thinking all the way through with this legalization of drugs they're thinking (sighs) so it's your body you can snort crack cocaine okay sure but when you overdose then the cops have to come and revive your butt and do all this which costs money which costs taxpayers money which is negative towards the taxpayers that paid for the cops to come you know give you narcan and reverse all the you know everything that the drugs did to you now you have a whole money being put towards saving you and it is required that the police come and save your butt I mean really it is a law so the legalization of drugs sure doesn't affect you personally or it affects you personally but if you don't think into it as in a deep way sure a very libertarian idea of legalization of drugs is sure it's fine but if you think into it deeply Taxpayers have to pay for them for the cops to come. It's they have to pay the cops. Let's let's think about this. Cops have to come and revive revive you basically. So you have to pay the cops. You know their hourly wage, which is you know not not too much, but we'll say it takes an hour for him to 
or her, or her, takes the cop an hour because they have to write, you know, a report on what happened. Alright, they have to come and give you, um, Narcan. They have to make sure the crime scene, or the scene is secure. They have to make sure all of these different things, and, you know, if other than Oregon, they have to make sure there's no other drugs in the house because they are already in there and they have probable cause to search the house. If they're if it's in the house, or if it was your car, they have probable cause to search your car, but you understand what I'm saying. It takes all this time, and it takes all this money. The Narcan, you have to spend money on Narcan. If they have to take you to the hospital because you put so much and they had to pump your blood, you have to spend money on that. And that's not cheap, okay? And if they can't afford it, a lot of the times it's coming out of different, like, Obamacare and all these different programs, government-funded programs that cost money. So this is a negatively affecting the taxpayers, and they're not thinking into it all the way. Anyways, uh, seems like we've reached our 20-minute time limit. That's when I want to try to keep these podcasts down, too. Um, my email, I'm, I'll just tell you, it's GabeDeetlin at gmail.com. I want you guys to email me different. Um, ideas you want me to talk about, if you want me to talk about the Bible, I'd be more than welcome to talk about the Bible. If you guys want me to talk about different, um, do you want me to go into more depth about libertarianism? I can do that. De- uh, Democrats, Republican, I can do that. I can talk about all these different modern things. If you want me to talk about coronavirus, um, I, I can create podcasts once every, every other day. I think it's completely doable for me, if that's what you want. So be uh, more than welcome emails from you guys. Anyways, that's all I have for you today. Um, again, that's Gabe Dietlin. G-A-B-E-D-I-E-T-L-I-N at gmail.com. I'll just say that one more time. Gabe Dietlin. G-A-B-E-D-I-E-T-L-I-N at gmail.com. Alright. Thank you guys for listening in today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I really, um, I enjoy making these. Um, it helps me because it helps me create, because I like to create the scripts for this, and I also like to do this, I want to get better in audio, um, editing, I'm trying to get a better mic, I have a really nice headset right now, it's a Razer headset for gaming, it's pretty nice, and I hope the quality's okay, um, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening in today, I hope you have a great day, God bless, peace.